Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. Glad that all of you could come along with us as we build the bridge to conversation right here throughout our great nation on the C.L. Bryant Show, daily, 12 noon in the east until 2 p.m. Thank you for joining us, and uh, I want to say to all of our friends, as I tell you, even in the bluest state, New York City, if you're traveling through Times Square, be sure to look up above Ripley's, believe it or not. You'll see the Red State Talk billboard there, and every hour, the C.L. Bryant show does pop up there in Times Square, and old C.L.'s face looking right back at you about a block and a half from where we drop the big ball. Well, folks, as you know, the impeachment sham is on in Washington, D.C., and And uh, the more you uh, pay attention to it, the more you realize that we've been right all along. There's nothing to it. And I think that the Democrats are becoming the best players on the conservative side of the ledger. In my home state of Louisiana, we are about to elect, I certainly hope, a new governor of the state of Louisiana. And uh, the president has been here. Uh, In fact, I got a chance to speak to the president in Atlanta a couple of days ago about his Shreveport trip that he's making uh, coming up uh, to my hometown, Shreveport and Bossier cities, the jewel cities of the Arklatex this Thursday. He's coming down once again, again, to endorse and to boost the candidacy of my next guest, hopefully the next governor of the great state of Louisiana, a conservative businessman and a Christian. He is, most importantly, a graduate of LSU Go Tigers. Eddie Responi, thank you so much for being on with us. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Brian. I'm doing a lot better just listening to you, buddy. That's great. <laughs> well, thank you so that much. Very much, DL. Thank you so much for that, uh, uh, Eddie. And listen, uh, all the best to you. We're pulling for you. We're going to get out. We're going to vote for you. And hopefully we will see the next governor of Louisiana take uh, the oath of office here real soon. Eddie, why? Tell the people why you feel that your candidacy and you are the man to turn our state around. You know, the the whole message has been, you know, we are blessed. Louisiana is blessed. I love what you said earlier. We live in the greatest country in the world. We really do. And Louisiana is one of those states that's just so blessed. God has blessed us. And we're not taking full advantage of it. It's almost like we're taking it for granted for, for years. We've been last. And we just need to do something different. And the message is is very similar that, you know, we have to do for Louisiana what Trump has done for the America. 
You know, we should be leading the South when it comes to jobs and opportunities, and we're not. We're actually last in opportunities, 49th in education, 50th in health care. You know, we're running jobs out of the state instead of creating jobs and tracking jobs to the state. And it's time to do something different. It's time for us to elect a conservative, an outsider, someone with serious business skills. And importantly, someone is not beholden a special interest, particularly the plaintiff attorneys that are causing us to have the second-highest insurance in the country and killing thousands of jobs in the oil and gas industry. So it's just time to do something different, and um, that's why I'm in this race. And the most important thing, though, CEO, is that I want our children and grandchildren to stay here and be proud to call Louisiana home. We've had 70,000 of our citizens leave our state in the last four years looking for work. You know, you're absolutely right. Everyone needs you're yeah, absolutely you, right. Everyone you talk to, see there. Uh, you talk the, to anyone, anyone, and they give you an example of a family a member, a friend, or a loved one that's had to leave the state. I have four children, um, and uh, Eddie, let me tell you, all of them uh, college uh, educated, and all of them except for one left this state. You mentioned uh, serious business skills, and let me ask you this now, because oil and gas is the oil is the uh, lifeblood of our state, always has been the lifeblood of our state. Why is Louisiana? How has it become so uh, business unfriendly uh, to corporations that could help us make Louisiana great? again, and how will you help us attract business back to uh, our great state of Louisiana? You know, it really boils down to we've allowed the liberal, I, I call them liberal, greedy trial lawyers to run our state way too long. And we know we have serious lawsuit abuse. And it's it's killing thousands of jobs in the oil and gas industry. They don't want to drill here any longer. They're actually left and then we have the high auto insurance. But it's, it's a little more complicated, CEO, than that. In other words, we have to have legal reform that will set a different atmosphere in Louisiana for all sectors of the economy. And then we have to have a competitive tax structure and, and regulations that will also attract the jobs. So as I go around the state and talk to Job creators, as I refer to them instead of businesses, job creators, they're telling me this. It's the legal problems we have, but it's also the way we do our regulations, the way we do our taxes are not conducive. We have winners and losers, and it's not consistent. So we really have to do an overhaul when it comes to those two things, and, and I will do that. I'm not beholden any special interest. I, and I'm very proud to tell people the only special interest I have is our children and grandchildren. You know, uh, with that, this the, with that, and this will be the last question that I have for you. I know that you you have to go. I ask, I've asked every guest uh, of, of of real significance that we've had on the show, from Sean Hannity to uh, you name it, Judge Pirro, Janine Pirro on the show, and now you, Eddie Responi, uh, poised to become the next governor of Louisiana. Uh, once you have uh, concluded your your tour as governor of Louisiana, uh, I've seen uh, the commercials that your lovely wife has done on your behalf. Uh, once all that is finished and Eddie Responi is sitting on uh, his porch, looking into the sunset, holding his bride's hand and rocking in the rocking chairs legacy. What is it that you would want Louisianians and all of us Americans to have to say about Eddie Responi legacy? Talk to us uh, finally about that. 
Well, I would say this. You know, the reason I'm in this race is because I owe it to our Lord. I want to serve. I want to serve Him. That's why I'm in this race. I feel morally and, mo- and spiritually obligated to do everything I can with what He has given me and how He's blessed me. So when it's all said and done, I have not taken it for granted. I have done the things He's asked me to do, and that's to have a future. For every child in the state of Louisiana, no matter what their background is, whether it's through education and job opportunities and, and social services, what I've done is to serve the Lord and created an opportunity for all these children. And I tell people this, you know, if we don't give education to these children, these poor, low-income children, they not only do not have an economic future, but they are, have no hope. And how do we expect them to know about Christ? How do we expect them to know about God in eternity when they have no hope? And that's why I'm in this race. He has called me to do that, to turn this state around, give everybody the opportunity to know him and have a future in Louisiana. That's that's it. When I'm on the, on the porch. All right. That's what my wife and I are prepared to do. Well, you know what? That is an excellent, excellent summation of uh, why you're running and what you want to accomplish and how you are to be remembered. Folks, get out to vote. This uh, interview will air again on Friday. So you get out to vote. Listen, you know who the candidates are. They're, they're John Bell Edwards, who we cannot tolerate any longer. OK, and then you have the candidate that's on with me now, and that is Eddie Responi. Get out to vote. And Eddie, God bless you and God keep you. Uh, I pray that on Sunday morning we wake up with the news that Louisiana at least has turned away from a path that will destroy it. Eddie Responi, fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. Folks, go vote. Thank you so much for being on with us. Thank you. See you. I appreciate you. I'm C.L. This is the C.L. Bryant Show. That was the future governor, I certainly hope, of the great state of Louisiana, Eddie Rasponi. Eddie Rasponi, you know who the candidates are. You know how to get in touch with them. But let me tell you something. All of that, time's up for all of that. It's on you now. It's on you now. You have to go vote. Are you hearing me? You have to go vote. It's, it's enough all this chin music that uh, so many times we, we like to play. Listen, I have gotten this uh, information and from a very reliable source, uh, the most reliable in the Shreveport, Bossier, the Arklatex area. Uh, and, and that's Robert J. Wright. <laughs> let, let me let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, folks. Let me tell you this, folks. There's something really, really uh, shady going on. When we talk about uh, this visit from the from the president. Yeah. Is it possible that the Shreveport Police Fire Department uh, is standing down at orders of the mayor of the, the city of Shreveport because the president of the United States is visiting here? Can I can I ask you this question? If if if. Donald John Trump, let's just swap him and Barack Obama out for just a second, a couple of seconds. How long it takes me to to set this up? If Barack Obama were visiting this city and you had a mayor who was white, (laughs) uh, tell his 
uh, police and fire department to stand down. Can you imagine the blowback, the flare up that you would have over that white mayor dissing a black president of the United States? (laughs) And and you know what? It's sort of like I I was telling you yesterday. These people somehow feel as though they have this righteous duty to try and protect America from the duly elected president by the people of America. Can you hear me? It's really crazy. And the longer I watch The goings on on Capitol Hill, the more enthused I am about saying these words, Trump will win in a landslide victory come November 3rd, 2020 landslide victory. Donald John Trump, November 3rd, 2020, landslide. Yeah. And I think he's going to have long coattails because I think he's going to drag into office on those coattails a uh, new House of Representatives uh, elevating most likely I'd like to see it be Jim Jordan and I'd like to see that fight occur you know, even if we have to sort of beat up on each other in our own party uh, to get the right speaker of the house uh, but uh, at right now the insider uh, trading does say that um, it will be Kevin McCarthy who will ascend to the speaker's chair I would love for it to be Jim Jordan. I personally would love for it to be Jim Jordan from Ohio. Um, I've been um, I've worked with Jim since he was running for Congress, uh, first ran for Congress. And I certainly uh, would hope that it would be Jim Jordan. But the president's either way, the president's coattails are going to be long. uh, And we are looking for a a landslide victory uh, in on November 3rd, twenty. 20 and the odds on uh, favorite right now within the party to ascend to the speaker's chair is Kevin McCarthy. I certainly hope that it could be Jim Jordan. We might have to discuss that before it happens right now. I want to welcome to the show, uh, I believe for the first time. And uh, her name is Lenar Whitney, and she is currently serving her second term as Louisiana National Committee uh, women at, of Women at the RNC, former Louisiana State Representative, first woman elected from her district. And she is a huge Eddie Responi fan who we just had on the show, who we're looking forward to being the next governor of the great state of Louisiana, my state, my my home state. Help me welcome to the show for the first time, uh, Lenar, Lenar Whitney. How are you? Thank you so much for being on with me. Oh, very good. Thank you. Thank you very much for that warm welcome on this very chilly and cold day outside. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And yes, I am so excited about um, 
First of all, Trump, his economy, uh, him coming to the state of Louisiana and making so many visits, uh, you know, to Louisiana, calling out and, you know, his rally to, um, you know, get the Republicans out to vote for Eddie Rispone. You know, he's a, a great man, great Republican, and we'd love to see him elected as the next governor of the state of Louisiana. And we're looking forward to that, folks. And as I said to you, all the Chen music is over now. It's time for you to mobilize, get up, go vote, go vote, make up your mind to do it. We need a new governor. You know what to do. Uh, my guest uh, with me here today is, in fact, someone who is trying to make that a reality. Louisiana is a state that uh, when I travel, I crisscross the nation once a month. Uh, and let me say this to you. There are so many people who love to visit us, but they don't want to to uh, they don't think that they can do business here. Why is Louisiana? How has Louisiana become such a business? unfriendly state and can uh eddie Responi uh revive that uh, talk to us about it oh absolutely absolutely so we know that governor bell edwards is known as a trial i mean he's a trial attorney's governor so what we have is um, a litigious uh environment here in the state of louisiana with high insurance rates like i'm from terrebonne parish and we know here in the South that it is all about suing the oil companies. You know, they've already had their first win with Freeport McMoran. And uh, we know that it's just going to continue. These lawsuits against uh, um, oil companies will continue in the state of Louisiana under uh, Bell Edwards uh, if he's reelected for a second term. And we know that Eddie Rispone is going to stop that. Look, under Trump's economy, we know that it's, it's, it's the economy. It's the economy. It's the economy stupid. I mean, that's what James Carville said way back, you know, when he was uh, running the Clinton campaign. You know, it, it had nothing to do with the success of the Bush, you know, of um, President Bush, you know, an successful Desert Storm campaign and the fall of the Berlin Wall. It was all about the economy. And so we know that with Trump, we're going to get reelected. Trump's going to get reelected because of his economy. And we know that Louisiana is not succeeding under this economy, Trump's economy, because of the leadership from Bell Edwards. So that leadership has to change. Eddie Rispone is very capable. You know, as you've heard, he's a businessman. He really is. Um, he knows how to lead people. He's, he's run a business before him. He, before he can put people in the right place, he can really move the economy. He's for reeling in all these frivolous lawsuits. You know, we want to change um, the um, he wants to change legislation concerning this so that we're not under these uh, these attacks by the um, trial attorneys. Lenar, I want you I want you to Lenar, I want you to stay right there. Don't go anywhere. We're about up. We're running up against a break. I want to come back. A lot of our children, uh, Mr. Responi and myself, Eddie and I talked about how our children are fleeing Louisiana. If that trend continues, we won't uh, really have anything to work with as far as brain trust is concerned because they'll all be gone. And so I want to talk to you about it when I return. This is the C.L. Bryant Show, coast to coast, border to border, over Red State Talk Radio, back in a minute.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you coast to coast, border to border, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known. If you don't get both hours of the CL Bryant Show, be sure to download free the CL Bryant Show app. And, of course, all of the shows are archived there. And, of course, you can follow us any time that you want at Rev CL Bryant, my Twitter feed, at Rev, R-E-V, CL Bryant on Twitter. If you're traveling through New York City's Times Square, look up above Ripley's, believe it or not, just about a half a block away from, they, from where they dropped the big ball. And on the billboard, the Red State Talk billboard above Ripley's, the C.L. Bryant show pops up every hour. And C.L.'s face is looking right back at you there in Times Square. Hey, folks, we have had on with us in the first segment of the show Hopefully, the next governor of the great state of Louisiana. All of you know it's my home state. I really love it. And uh, on with us now, that was Eddie Responi that we had on with us. But on with us now is one of his surrogates and someone who is certainly doing all that she can to make sure that he gets elected. Lenar Whitney is on with me. Now, Lenar, women in politics, especially Republican women, seem to be finding their place in the sun. Will that trend continue? And uh, will Eddie be friendly to uh, our women who Republicans who are running and will be running for office? Talk to us. Oh, yes, I definitely think so. I mean, certainly Eddie is for, you know, equal job opportunities. And um, I think that he will, you know, as governor, put into place people that are um, very qualified to run the, um, you know, to in their positions, and that you know that will assist him in getting Louisiana started and bringing to the forefront what we need, the changes that we need here in the state of Louisiana. And even for this past election, we have more women now elected Republicans holding. Um, elected positions in the House and in the Senate. Of course, you know that we've got supermajority in the House, supermajority, um, hopefully in the, I mean, supermajority in the Senate, and then hopefully supermajority in the House after Saturday's election. So, um, you know, Eddie is a very, he's very fair. He's very balanced. When you were talking about education earlier, I mean, that was Eddie's hallmark is to educate our children, you know, for the voucher program, uh, you know, and that benefits um, African-American communities the most, you know, that was all about how do we present, give a better education to all of our children in the state of Louisiana, because we know that it's education that will, you know, raise the the job opportunities that'll keep our children here, you know, and even under Trump's economy, when you realize there's 
there's 7 million new jobs and there's 7 million people off of food stamps. Do you think there's a correlation between jobs and people getting off of food stamps? You know, and it all begins with education. So, um, you know, Eddie is um, really, when I was um, a state representative for uh, Bobby Jindal, I mean, Eddie was in the halls of the Capitol uh, promoting education and a voucher system for our children so that all children have an opportunity here in the state of Louisiana to achieve. Absolutely. So I think that um, he... Absolutely. And let me say he this, He will make Lenar. this a, a fantastic, yeah, a fantastic governor, right? And let me say this, Lenar. Uh, I have, uh, I was saying to, to Eddie earlier that I have four children, all of them educated, and uh, all but one has taken their talents other places. Uh, we must, we must stem that tied. Um, Also, when we look at what's going on with the president's programs, there are more jobs in America now than we have people to fill them. And Louisiana, with its oil and gas uh, deposits and, of course, uh, opportunities here, there are jobs that are yet to be even discovered uh, for people working in uh, this this uh, Louisiana, in this climate here in Louisiana. But why is it? And, And this is what we really need people to understand John Bell's Edward has failed John Bell has failed and why is it that people are trying to help or, or, or paint a picture of a, a governor who has presided over a failed educational state and a failed state with business why are they trying to paint him as someone who has been successful in this country T- talk to us about the sham that's going on when we uh, are discussing john bell edwards i know absolutely i mean you know when we see and we we hear even all the campaign ads that are coming out and uh, Louisianians know that. We feel that. There was no change in education. We're still on the the bottom, you know, for an educationalist, the fifth, you know, the 50th state. You know, why can't we excel under these under these policies? It's because John Bell Edwards, really, they show no effort in trying to promote Louisiana. The Democrats in general, you know, they um, – they are. They harp on the the fact that their the economy is um, failing, you know. And so we really need to, um, you know, the the Republicans really promote more economic growth and um, trying to live, give people a better education. But the Democrats and John Bell Edwards just seem he doesn't seem to be. Um, in, he wasn't interested in this. He was more interested in promoting the trial attorneys and um, all the, the lawsuits against um, the oil companies themselves this last term. And it's not going to get any better if he gets reelected. It's strictly going to be, he's going to be looking at trial attorneys, what they can benefit and how they can benefit themselves in the state of Louisiana. So um, if he hasn't done it in this past, he's not going to, he's not going to pick it up and try to, you know, run that ball down the court. And we know that. We so, absolutely, um, anyway, we absolutely just, know that. We absolutely know that. And one of the things that I really have liked about uh, uh, Mr. Responi, Eddie, and uh, of course the president now is, is is here again in Louisiana, and he, uh, I was with him in Atlanta over the weekend, but but just over the weekend. But let me tell you something: uh, the president is really pulling out all stops to get a Republican 
and Governor Eddie Responi uh, elected to office here in Louisiana. And folks, I am telling you, it's time to mobilize, get up off your duffs, get to the polls and vote. All the Chen music is worth nothing now. Okay, it's time. If you want change in Louisiana, you need to get out and you need to vote. And I do believe the president has very strong coattails. This will be a part of a move to not only sweep in Republican governors, but sweep out Democrats when it comes to the 2020 elections in the House of Representatives. And so, as I was saying before, uh, Lennar came on. I, I do believe that the odds on favorite for Speaker of the House right now is Kevin McCarthy. I would certainly, with all my heart, love to see Jim Jordan become the speaker. But right now, I'll be happy to work with anybody other than Nancy Pelosi. Lennar, I'm going to give you uh, the last word here. What if you have something to say to the people of Louisiana and, of course, uh, to the many thousands around the country who may know people in Louisiana, uh, what would you have to say to them? Look, I'm telling you that President Trump is concerned about all Americans and Eddie Rispone is concerned about the state of Louisiana. You know, he wants to be a job creator. He's concerned about our economy. He's an economy builder. Um, his policies will drive up rate wages, just as Donald Trump's have. The Democrats are policy destroyers. They want to destroy jobs, they kill the economy, and they'll drive wages down. So your basic choice in Saturday's election is to elect a man who is similar to that of Donald Trump and wants to See our state excel like the rest of the country. I just implore all Republicans to get up and go vote for Eddie Rispone. We have a majority House, majority Senate. We need a Republican governor to run the state of Louisiana. So I just implore everybody, this is your call to action. Donald Trump has come to the state of Louisiana several times just because he loves the country, he loves Louisiana, and he wants Louisianans to excel just like the rest of the country. So I just hope that everybody goes out and that we vote Republican on Saturday. Go vote. Go vote. Lenar, listen, I want to thank you. It won't be the last time uh, that you're on uh, with us. Uh, I want to bring you back next week after the elections in order for us to do a postmortem on uh, the election results and all of that. And then we'll start looking really uh, directly toward 2020. And I'd certainly love to have your commentary as we move toward 2020. Listen, God bless you and God keep you is my prayer for you. And I certainly hope that you continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. Lenar Whitney, thank you so much for being on with me here the C.L. Bryant Show. Oh, thank you so much. It was an honor and a privilege. Thank you. Have a very blessed day. Bye-bye. I'm CL. This is the CL Brian Show. That was Lenar Whitney. And I got to tell you something, folks. Uh, it really looks like this is going to be a race in Louisiana when we're looking toward Louisiana. It's going to be a race down there for the ages. The president certainly is putting in, uh, calling out in all, uh, uh, pulling out all stops in order to see that there is a Republican governor uh, elected in the great state of Louisiana and people of Louisiana. It is up to you now. It's up to you now. 
uh, what you do with the opportunity that's before you, and that is to change the course, change the direction of your state, of our state. It's my state. But I'm telling you, uh, if, if you uh, don't uh, reelect or if you reelect, if you reelect uh, John Bell Edwards, um, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you this now. Jane and I are leaving. We're, we just can't hang around here. Uh, and even 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 uh, it's just one of those things, folks. Listen, uh, when you have in a city like Shreveport, Louisiana, a city that uh, what what do you have casinos uh, on the river and not much else except for spending money that you don't have either. And you have a president of the United States coming to the Shreveport, Bossier City area, the Jewel Cities, as I dubbed them uh, when I first started radio. Uh, I dubbed the Shreveport, Bossier City as the jeweled cities of the architects. You have a president of the United States visiting uh, your, your home. And you have this. This is the kind of uh, lunacy that you, you you're facing right now. You have a mayor a recently elected mayor of the city that really doesn't know, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, 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 an electrical socket from a hole in the ground. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, come on. And he, he has the, the audacity to say, or, or to tell his police force to stand down his fire department to stand down. Who who does he think he is? Oh, oh yeah, the mayor of Shreveport. Well, I tell you what, uh, you have just guaranteed uh, yourself one term. You really didn't want more than one anyway, did you? Just wanted the novelty of being mayor of Shreveport for but a couple of years. <laughs> oh man it's strange how people who never had any power once they get a little power or something they they love to see how it feels it's a sign of very weak character and Shreveport I hope you saw everything you needed to see to vote him out of office in 2022 or 21 2021 you should vote him out of office. I, I have not. I had not before. I had not before said this about the mayor, the newly elected mayor of Shreveport. But when I learned that he had uh, ordered, uh, given directives for the uh, police and fire to stand down upon the, uh, the president's visit, it just compelled me to no longer hold my peace about him. You know, you have to be sort of idiotic to do that. That's, that's, that's a kiss of death politically. It's the kiss of death politically. And so I hope you enjoy your short tenure uh, as mayor of Shreveport. You will be remembered as an also held. Uh, you should have been an also ran, but you also held the office. And help further drive it into a slime pit. You help drive Shreveport. You help further drive Shreveport into a slime pit. Yeah, that's what you've done. 
And so, anyway, um, come election day, whenever it's time to vote for the next mayor of Shreveport, uh, I, I don't know if Jane will even be here, but um, you be sure to vote this guy out. <laughs> that's the only you see that's the thing that should be done uh, if, with Americans who understand the process of America if you don't like the president of the United States and that's all this is with Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi the Democrats they don't like the president which you know that's fine you don't have to like a president but you do have to respect the presidency of the United States. That's what all of us are called upon to do as citizens of our nation. And that's respect certain offices that we have put in place through the tenets of our Constitution. Yeah, as, as a citizen of the country, if you uphold the Constitution of the United States, your country then it provides for an office of president, commander-in-chief. It provides for that office. And we, the people, elect that president to office. Now, uh, two candidates, three candidates, uh, you know, usually run if there's a third party running. But from the two main parties... Two candidates are selected to run for president of the United States. One of the guys, one of the persons, one of the people will win that office. Now, there's no question that those who lose, well, let's just face it. They're going to be kind of ticked off, right? Because they lost. But in the true nature of, and spirit of the way our country should uh, operate. There should be, if an, uh, an outgoing president is ousted or an outgoing party is ousted, there should be a peaceful transfer of power from one president's administration to another president's administration and the other branches of government should fall in line behind the new administration and America rocks along by in a bipartisan way from that point until the next election day for president of the United States. And hey, if you don't like the president of the United States, then vote him out. But do the office no harm? What's happening now, what is occurring on Capitol Hill as we speak, is you have uh, congressmen and people who have named themselves whistleblowers. You have them actually doing the office of the presidency harm because they don't like the man that is in the office. Now, when I come back from this short break, I'm going to I'm going to share something with you about uh, the difference between Donald John Trump and Barack Obama. And as far as the man being like the men, the two men and the way they were liked. 
Okay? And I'm going to share that from a black conservative perspective. When I return, you want to hear this. You don't want to miss it. I'm CL. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL, back with you coast to coast and border to border. Certainly appreciate you being here with us today. It is a great day in the USA, and I'm glad that you come along with us as we build the bridge to conversation right here over Red State Talk Radio, the most, the number one, the number one listen to um, platform, talk platform in the nation. And uh, glad to be a part of that family, as well as the other terrestrial families who replay uh, the show. And of course, Loving Liberty. We want to thank them for having us on uh, in their family as well. And Liberty Roundtable. I want to thank each and every one of you uh, who come along with us daily when on those platforms. Now, folks, in these next uh, couple of days, of course, the show will be on, but uh, I will be on uh, the road and and I certainly look forward to uh, you hearing the Eddie Responi, the the uh, not Eddie Responi, but the the um, the president's uh, speech in Shreveport, Louisiana, on Thursday night. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be a mammoth, mammoth, mammoth crowd that's going to be there. And listen, I certainly thank each and every one of you for, uh, of course, being stand-up people in a climate now in America where people are laying down. Now, when I left, and not and courage seems to be failing, folks. It really does. It failed Nancy Pelosi. It did. Courage, courage failed Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, uh, just about four months ago now, was saying that, uh, no, we can't do the impeachment thing because, you know, it'd be bad for the country and yada, 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 yada. Nancy, uh, <laughs> uh, bless her little Botox heart. I'm telling you, uh, Nancy now is uh, being ramrodded, ram, railroaded, railroaded into going along with the Democrat lunacy that she knows, she knows is wrong. And 
it is easy, it seems, for others to go along with it. Now, when I left, when I left, I was uh, going to share with you uh, something from a perspective of a black conservative in this country, looking through the lens uh, of patriotism at this country and the differences that have been made by in the former president of the United States, Barack Hussein Obama, and the current president of the United States, Donald John Trump. Yes, there are uh, major differences in the personalities because one was wanting to be a people pleaser as far as please like me, please like me. Uh, You know, I'll, I'll say anything for you to like me. That may be good if you're wanting to be uh, the congeni- miscongeniality, win miscongeniality, or Mr. Congeniality, as the case may be. But that doesn't work when we're talking about getting business done and getting respect from those who, yeah, may be our allies, but also our enemies. That doesn't work. So on that one hand, you have the likable Mr. Congeniality uh, do do whatever. Uh, tell Vladimir that, you know, I'll have more flexibility once the election is over. You have that guy. You have that president. And that's what you were used to for eight years. Yeah, you were. You were used to that for eight years. You fell under the spell. That's what happened. You fell under the spell. And because maybe you weren't hurting so bad, and surely the Hollywood elite, the liberals in Hollywood, they weren't hurting at all. And so being out of touch with those who are in real pain, but yet listen to MSNBC, Uh, CNN, you know, CNBC, ABC, NBC, you know, whatever. The usual suspects as far as fake news is concerned. The odd thing about it is that those who do hurt the most listen to the propaganda of those who are doing the hurting who are inflicting the pain, the ones who hurt the most, listen to the ones who inflict the pain. (laughs) It is, it is the most ludicrous situation in this country where the progressive liberals are concerned that I've, I've never seen it like that. Not even when 30 over 30 years ago. Now it's got to go back 30 years ago. Now, since I embraced liberalism, you know, and, and even that I was doing in error because that's all I knew. But oh, when the light came on, I realized that this was, in fact, uh, one of those double jeopardy type games. You can speak out, but you better speak out as a liberal if you are in black skin. And that's what Obama did. And that's what we were used to for eight years. OK, so along comes along comes Trump. Plain spoken from Queens, okay? 
and and in fact, this is what most Americans, North and South, East and West, like about Donald John Trump, is the fact that he talks like us. All right, hey, I'm on radio, of course. Uh, you know, I mean, this is what I do. You know, but the president of the United States is not a radio personality. He is a personality. There's no question about it. And, of course, Donald Trump is one of the biggest media personalities that ever was. Okay? But that's not his natural place. His natural place is in a boardroom talking business, frankly, discussing business, calling people out who need to be called out. Telling people, hey, listen, I think you're, you're really giving me the shaft on this deal. That is Donald John Trump in his natural habitat. Now, most people don't like to be told the truth without it being sugarcoated. <laughs> okay. That's 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 what most of us have been conditioned to. And that, my friends, is not really the world of business. And believe me, I've been in the world of business for 40 years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've had some good times and I've had some hills to climb. Yeah, but God's been good to me. I've had some ups. And I've had some weary days. I've had some dismal days in business. And let me tell you something about the nature of business. The nature of business is never sugarcoated unless somebody's lying to you. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? The only time business tastes sweet and not just bland it's whenever business is a brilliant shade of orange instead of black and white, somebody's lying to you because the nature of business is black and white. Yeah, it's what we have on our contract. And the contract that we have with the president of the United States under his oath is that he will protect and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. So help him God. And I am saying to you that this president has, in fact, honored in black and white the things that are written on black, in black and white. He's defended those things. Are you hearing me? And for his trouble of defending these things, and I say trouble because the man does not receive a paycheck from the American people. Are you hearing me? For his trouble of being president of the United States and actually restoring our manhood. Oh, and that's the only word I can have for that. I can't, can't possibly be politically correct on that. Uh, I, I'm not going to say our person. I, I refuse to say our personhood. No, our manhood. What Donald John Trump did 
for our nation was to restore our manhood. There, I said it. Yeah. And, and, and friends, they hate him for it. Oh, they hate him for being an American man. Standing up for American principles. And fighting the good fight of the American way. And hey, listen. To all of you black folks out there. Listening to this show, you better hear me. Hear me well. When we consider our journey in this nation, and you know, as I know, it hasn't always been bright. Our future hadn't always been rosy. But look at us now. And every good thing that has happened to you If you've lived your life in America, it has happened under the shadow of the American flag that our forefathers dreamed they would be a part of. And now their and their their children, their heirs. We are enjoying what they wish they could have. And I am not willing at any point in time to turn my back on the country that has provided opportunity in the way that it has for the sons and daughters, the children of former chattel slaves in this country. I refuse to do that. But There is a difference that they like to make between Trump and Obama. And we're going to continue exploring why. Because this is going to be the tool, the mechanism that Democrats will use in the 2020 election in order to emotionally handcuff again a black vote that is poised to run off uh, from the tyranny of the Democrat Party. They are poised to run away from that. But there is something that can come into play that will cause them to pause, or at least uh, pause for a second before continuing their run. It's not going to work. Because the light has come on and, and, and black voices for Trump and, and organizations like that have turned the light on. I'm CL. I'll be back after the top of the hour. 